dude, we have a podcast? Yeah. No way. Dude, it's kind of weird. We haven't had a guest episode it's crazy, in a man. This is wild. Um, welcome back to the Everyone's Different Podcast. If you guys are tuning in from, you might be on Spotify, Apple Music, you might be on YouTube, who knows, wherever you guys are at, we truly appreciate you guys. We got a really cool episode today, mm-hmm. um, but first I need to introduce the famous Trenton Nathaniel Taft. <laughs> How you doing, my guy? Doing great. This is the first guest that we've had down here. In a while. This in a is while. a big deal. And he's been ducking us. The last time we tried to get him on here, he yeah. egoed us. He said, no, I'm too famous for times. this. That's that's what happened. So how about you introduce yourself, buddy? All right. All right. First of all, I didn't ego you guys. <laughs> you know, there was some stuff going on. didn't work out. But thank you guys for having me. My name's Sergio yes, Nanu sir. or Big Surge on TikTok, Instagram. Wait, you're going by Big Surge now? Yeah, that's, that's the new thing? Yeah, I noticed you did I, change that. I just changed my Instagram username a couple days ago to Big Surge. TikTok has been Big Surge for a little bit now. So, What's the reason behind Dude. that? You know, I, I just kind of wanted to switch it from just like my name to like yeah. something like different. Everyone used to always call me Big Surge like when I'd grow up play basketball too. So I was like, yeah. you know, I kind of like it. Hell I'll, yeah. I'll rock with this, see how it goes. I used to call Surge Big Surge when yeah. we first started hooping. Yeah, so for real man but yeah what's up bro dude what is going down how you been been good uh, what's what's today looking like what did you do today looking like we just got done hooping we just got a good workout in me yes. and you yes, we're just sir. in the gym it's been a while since we got in the gym yeah bro we i mean well you've been you're fresh I mean, you've off. been in the gym yeah, yeah you're fresh off things. that 75 hard yeah yeah That's how was that dude I'm not gonna lie to you, it sucked. <laughs> I I'm glad it's over. Yeah, but, but I'm glad I'm glad that I did it and I stuck with it. It was not easy at all. Took a lot of like discipline. Took a lot of me like telling myself like, yo, I'm gonna get this done no matter what. I'm gonna yeah. stick to it. I planned it out. I knew exactly how I was gonna do it. Like I had to wake up every single morning, plan out my day, be like, okay. I need to eat this amount of food. I need to drink this much water. I need to go get a workout in right now, workout in tonight. Yeah. So, so explain what the 75 hard is for everybody out there that yeah. doesn't know what it is. Okay. So the 75 hard, it's a challenge. It's 75 days, you know, 75 hard. Yep. yep. It's two workouts a day. One workout is outdoors. One workout's indoors. They're 45 minutes each. You have to follow a diet, a diet that's kind of like, it's like a personal diet like that helps you get towards a goal that you have physically. So yeah, I wanted to like put on muscle. So my goal was to eat 4,000 calories a day because I need to eat a lot to put on more muscle. Yeah. Then you have to drink a gallon of water a day, which is like, it's, it's like eight water bottles, which it really isn't that hard if you're just drinking water. And then read 10 pages of a book, take a daily progress picture. And then I also added to do a cold plunge or cold shower every day so for the last 75 days i took a cold shower or cold plunge every day i know we would go cold plunge yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah that is crazy bro was was the hardest part to you like when we're traveling places i forgot also no alcohol oh yeah yeah, that was a part no alcohol no alcohol that is crazy bro would you be able to do that trent yeah you know, I was actually thinking about this because, like, besides the working out part, 
I would say I relatively do most of those things. I just don't work out at all. But like I don't, yeah. I don't. You don't smoke, drink. I don't drink. Yeah. I don't. I don't really do any of that stuff. Do you read? But good. I mean, I definitely yeah. don't. But the thing that would be tough would be like I don't know, bro. Going, especially like like I just said, when we're in Vegas and stuff, mm-hmm. it's 115 degrees. You're yeah. walking or doing some outdoor workout. Yeah. For like an hour. That was hard. That's insane. We just went to Vegas for almost two weeks. Yeah. And it was over 100 degrees out, like, every day. Yeah, so every day. It was, like, record-breaking like, like temperatures. So hot. So I had, to get a, I had to get an outdoor workout in every day, right? So I would either wake up early before it got too hot, or I'd wait until at night when the sun set and it was cooler, and I'd go outside and get my outdoor workout in. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, it was hard, though. I, I remember literally there was one day when you were with me, mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I might just break it today. You know, I'm on like day 37. I barely ate anything. I barely yeah. drank any water. I only worked out once. And you were just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, go <laughs> yeah. get it done. Yeah, like, you know bro. what? You're right. Like, I'm about to just get up. You're 30. You it. said 37 days. Yeah. In. Hell yeah. Like, I was like, bro, nah, that bro. would be like, I feel like if I was 37 days in yeah. and I just decided to quit, I would be so disappointed in myself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I just did it for 37 days straight. And then I like, you know, I yeah. yeah, halfway there. Whatever. What a waste yeah. of time! A like if you waste. don't finish it. So yeah, I was, bro, I was just like, yo, nah. Like I'm walking to Walgreens. Just come with me. We're, yeah, and we're gonna get like whatever you Literally. need to do that. Exactly. Oh, there's. I would have. As a friend, you got. You know, you like have to push your friends. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what you need. So I was 100%. like, nah, you're you're not failing today. Was that the closest you came to failing? Messing it up. Um. Yeah, probably in Vegas. Cause yeah. when I'm here, you know, it's pretty easy. Like I would literally wake up. And, like, plan my day out. Like, okay, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to eat this much at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink this much water. I'm going to read. Yeah. So, it, it just, I'd say it was the toughest when we were traveling because you never know, like, what's going to come up. Like, yeah. what you're going to be able to do and whatnot. But, yeah. Yeah, I give you props, bro. Me too. Congratulations on making it, it to it. 75 because, like, yeah. that is a different type of mindset. It's extremely hard. Yeah. Like, you like, know what I'm saying? But then isn't there like a phase one or a phase two that yeah, you go, wh- so wh- explain that? There's like phase one and phase two. I'm not 100% sure what it is, but I think phase one is like the same exact thing, but it's only 30 days. And then you have to add one of three things. I think one of them was like a cold shower, or cold plunge, which I already did. And I'm not sure what the other two were, but it, it's only 30 days. Mm-hmm. So it's not as okay. hard, but I'm going to wait a little bit and then maybe get into that. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of taking some time to enjoy this week. Yeah, Take man. a little time off. I feel a lot more free now. Yeah. Not having to wake up and worry about what I got to do for the day, so. Do you think that the hardest part was, like, just being disciplined or actually, like, let's say, like, not drinking or something? Is it Was it way more important for you to, like, get your mind in the right place than make your body do the right things? Yeah, no, it was definitely a hundred percent harder to get my mind in the right place mm-hmm. than my body, because it's like it all starts in the mind. Yeah, like, it's all about like what I tell myself. Like if I told myself I was gonna get this done no matter what, and nothing's gonna stop me. Then yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and it got to a point where it was like, okay, like that's literally what I'm gonna do. Like I'm gonna finish this shit. I'm gonna get it done. Nothing's gonna stop me from doing it. I planned out how I wanted to do it. I planned out what I was gonna do. And then I just did it. Yeah. It's motivational, bro. Yeah. And I got one last question about this topic. Yeah. 
what do you think that you've noticed that you've gained? Like, what has this, what have you gained from doing this? From 75 hard, 100%, I noticed that I gained more discipline. And I mean, I don't know what the right word is to describe this, but it's like, I noticed that I could really do or anyone, you could do whatever you really want to if you mm-hmm. just really focus on it and, like, make a plan to get it done and you tell yourself that you're getting it done, like, no matter what. Yeah. Because when I started this, I started watching uh, Andy's Andy Frisilla, his podcast. He's the one who came up with all this. And he's like, there's two type of people who start this. Like, those who are like, okay, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see how it goes. He's like, those people never get it done. Mm-hmm. Or there's the one who's like, okay, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get it done no matter what. I'm going to finish it, and that's it. I was like, okay, hey, I got to make a choice. Am I just am I going to do it, or am I just going to, like, half-ass it? So I was like, yeah. fuck it. I'm getting it done. Yeah. And it was like as soon as I committed to that, like, I found a way to get it done. There'd be days where it'd be late at night. I only worked out once. I didn't eat enough. I didn't do what I had to do. And I was like, okay, hey, like, I got to do it. Yeah. I committed to this, and I'm going to get it done. It's Actually, up to me. I wanted to ask you one more question about it. Yeah. Is there anything from the 75 hard that you – still plan on implementing like into your day-to-day yeah i mean so it's crazy because a lot of the stuff that goes to 75 hard i was already doing okay i already worked out at least once a day yeah so two workouts a day i'll probably still do that um i still want to do cold plunges and cold showers i like those a lot and then reading i read almost every day okay and all i drink is water yeah so kind of easy for me to drink a gallon of water a day yeah fine but yeah Hell yeah, bro. I, I say we get into a little bit more about you and what you got going on. Because, mm-hmm. like, that. you're popping on the TikTok now. Mm-hmm. The Instagram's yes, growing. Yes, the sir. YouTube channel's growing. Just hit 100,000 subscribers. What are you at now yes, on YouTube? Sir. Uh, a little over 100K, almost like 120K. Okay. So, yeah. you know, 250 is the next milestone, I would say, mm-hmm. right? And then 500, then that one mil. Yep. Yeah, yeah. man. So, so what's... Let's just start from the beginning. Yeah, because you're like you're like three years into the social media thing, right? Yeah, three years. Yeah, but I mean, do we go back to like where your basketball career started? Yeah, I say we go back to when we when we met. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's hear let's hear the story about how you met. Yeah. So, well, for everyone out there that doesn't know, Sergio is a great friend of mine, one of my best friends. We do everything together. And yeah, so sir, you started, man. Where did All it right. start? So I'll start it off with when I first started playing basketball, which was, I'm pretty sure eighth grade. So I was 14. Oh, I know this. I know what you're about to say. I got cut from my basketball team. I remember I was in eighth grade. I went to Mahone Middle School. Yeah. And I go to tryouts. I played decent. I thought I made the team. I got cut. I literally went home <laughs> crying that cut. night, and I was so no. like confused and sad. I didn't know what happened. I thought I did good, oh, but the no. coach cut me, and I was like, "Damn!" Then I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna give up on basketball. Like, I want to do this. I like it. Like, I just started playing, but like, I could tell. Like, I really like doing this, and mm-hmm. I feel like I could be good Hell at yeah. it. Yeah. So I would just play on my own every now and then, and then I joined an AAU team for the first time, eighth grade. But how tall are you at this time? I was like 6'4". At the end of the year in 8th grade, I was 6'4". So 6'4 in 8th grade, that's pretty damn tall. And I still got cut (laughs) from my middle school team. I'm just curious. Do you think, like, looking back on it, you deserve to be cut? 
I don't. I wouldn't say I deserve to be cut, you, but I'm glad think, I did. Do you think you needed to be cut? I think I needed to be cut. And you're happy that you did because that probably a, instilled a fire. I'm a hundred percent happy I got cut because that summer I worked my ass off. I remember I joined an AAU team, and the kids on my team were like the teammates that I would have had in middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was playing with them, and then I got a trainer. I got my first ever basketball trainer, and that like spring summer i just worked every single day and at the time i was what 14 going into high school so i would have been 15 i was supposed to go to indian trail which was a public school mm-hmm. literally like a week before high school started i met a couple people and then my trainer was like yo you're going to high school here and i was just like what <laughs> and turned out that high school was st joe's yep. no all of a sudden so you, a, a week people. out literally like, like a week before school started i got like introduced to st joe's i didn't know what it was yeah the first day of school i didn't have any classes registered or anything oh, I just they, were, they were recruiting they were like they we seen this big man over here we're getting his ass over here that's what it was right like yeah. i was six five going into high school so there was just, just a potential basketball. there yeah yeah so i met tristan my freshman year of high school just because we were both freshmen. At you know, St. Joe's. At St. Joe's. We both yeah. played basketball. But the crazy thing is, we were never on a team together growing up. No, we were never. Like, I think freshman year, I was on JV. I was on the freshman team. Yeah. And then we were on the same AU team, but not like the same team. We played for playground. Yeah. But different teams. Yeah. So it wasn't until like recently that we started playing together. Yeah for sure like these recent years when we really started doing the youtube like hooping videos yeah Yeah. we would always like work out together but never on the same team okay so you guys were friends you just weren't playing together yeah we were were friends we we were both on like yeah Yeah. we were both on like the same grind just like different teams separate paths yeah separate paths yeah so yeah freshman year comes i make the jv team i didn't play that much and i should have been playing because the guy playing over me was like Tommy, you remember Tommy? He yeah, was big like 6'9, 6'10, six, six, but he just wasn't very good. And I just knew, like, okay, I'm working every single day and I know I'm better than him, but mm-hmm. my coach just doesn't want to play me. Like, my coach would tell me, like, hey, you're doing great for a freshman. You're playing enough. Yeah. Like, you don't need to be playing more. And, and shout out to like, Big Tommy, man. Yeah, he he's a grinder. One of the nicest kids I've ever met in my life. 100%. But that just, like, really, like, pissed me off. Like, yo, I came here to play basketball, and you're not going to play me just yeah. because I'm a freshman. So yeah, I remember my freshman season ended, and I was just so mad. I was like, I'm transferring. I'm going to Indian Trail. Mm-hmm. Damn. And before I could do anything, I remember varsity coach calls me. He's like, where are you going? Like, we need you next year. You're playing for us. Yeah. So that summer comes along. I'm going into my sophomore year. In summer league, I start, like, every single game, I start playing, mm-hmm. start doing decent. Sophomore season comes along. Ever since then, I was a starter. Yeah. Every single game on varsity. So, it was crazy to think I started playing basketball at, like, 14. And then, yeah, literally, then like, the next year, I was starting on varsity for my high school. So Yeah. So, you started basketball, like, way later late. than most people do way yeah, later so you didn't even pick up the like the basketball on like elementary school no like, i didn't know what basketball on like a local was. cyc team or no, something i had no idea wow. what what that was well i think part of that where were you born i don't well, even know if people know this i don't think yeah. a lot of people know this i was born in romania yeah in europe and, and you like came 100%. here at what age 
I came here when I was five years old. Okay. 100% Romanian. So, like, up until then, obviously, it's not like... Like, Tristan, when did you pick up a basketball? Like, three? Definitely. That's, two. Me, like, too. Two, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like two or three. So, See, like, that's crazy. usually we start super early with stuff like that. So, yeah. like, you never really had the opportunity to start at like a crazy nope. young age nope i didn't so that's why like i would always just be in the gym like as yeah. much as i could mm-hmm. i'd be at the rec just working out getting shots up because mm-hmm. i knew like i didn't have that advantage other people have like they grew up playing basketball yeah, yeah. you have to like catch yep. up i had to catch up literally i had to catch up so i keep playing and then i kind of realized like my junior year, like okay I want to go to college for this. Like, yeah, like I, I want to like make yeah. a job out of this. Yeah, I'm getting decent. I'm starting to get you know some looks. And whatever. you're just tall as shit. I'm tall. I didn't I didn't realize yeah. that at the time. Like, yo, college is like tall it's, kids. It's either like, that the volleyball team or you're doing rowing. Exactly. Yeah. I had to pick some. So yeah, I I remember my sophomore year when I was on playground elite. Yeah, that summer I know like there's a certain period where college coaches can start contacting you. I didn't know at the time about like recruiting or anything. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think I only knew like the big schools. I didn't know like about D one, D twos, all that. Yeah. I remember that summer I get my first ever call from the University of Denver. Mm. And I was sixteen. I was a sophomore. I was just like, okay, whatever. Like he called me cool. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't know who this is. I don't know what he wants. Yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. But it's crazy to think that's when my recruitment started, like two years after I started playing mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah. And then I remember my junior year, I had a pretty good season, started playing AU, but then actually I break my ankle during my high school season mm-hmm. towards Oof. the end of the year, right before playoffs. Yeah. Break my ankle. I come back stronger from that, though. Did a lot of physical therapy. It wasn't nothing too crazy. Yeah. And then I have a pretty good, what is it like? Is that right before summer when that live period is? Yeah, July. July, yeah. Or it was actually before July. I think it was yeah, like Yeah, so there's May. a little there's a little space of time yeah. that they can't there's yeah. like specific rules that the NCAA has, but there is a little live period and then there's no live period yep. and then July comes yep. around. So I remember it was right before July. I have a pretty good month. I ended up getting my first D one offer, Chicago State. Okay. Chicago right State. Yep, Chicago State. And then literally like a week or two later I end up tearing my ACL. Damn. Literally, Damn. it was a it was a AAU game in the summer. I I remember exactly when it happened. I jump up, I glass someone, so I block their shot. Yeah. But then when I land, I landed weird, and I just remember like I felt a pop in my knee, and then just the worst pain ever. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't know what happened, but it just hurt. You got so video footage bad. of this? No, I don't. Oh. I mean, like I to this day, I was trying to find video footage. Like I emailed everyone at the game like the other team the yeah. director like the program and everything trying to see if anyone was recording it and i couldn't find everything anything but dang yeah so did they like the offers that you had did they strip them oh they just disappeared like all the schools i was talking to yeah literally they they texted me like the next day like hey we're gonna be at your game tomorrow and i'd just be like hey just so you know i'm not gonna be playing yeah I actually just tore my ACL, and they're literally, I remember them just saying, like, oh, it sucks to hear that. Hope yeah. you heal and recover fast. And I never heard from them again. 
Damn, bro, that it's is a, it's crazy. a business, though, bro. No, it is a business. It is a business. I understood. It so, sucked, but I understood. It is but. a billion dollar. The NCAA is a billion dollar yeah, business, literally. So, you know, these coaches and these recruiting dudes, they're getting paid to find the next biggest thing, right? Mm-hmm. So if if you're not performing, you don't show up. I mean, it sucks that you got injured, right? Yeah, yeah, like. Because there's nothing you can do about there's it. Nothing but. you could do, but if 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 you don't show up and perform, you're getting scratched off the list. Hundred yep. percent. And that's just reality. It sucks, dude. Yeah. It sucks, but. Yeah. So, I remember. Yeah, I tore my ACL going into my senior season, and then I was like, okay, I I need to pick up an offer. Yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to get to college and play basketball, so. You I had get your education paid yeah, for. It. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the goal is. Like I got to get my my education paid for. So I ended up coming back. I think it was four or five months from that, which is super early. Yeah, like, ACL is. tear takes like at least like nine months to a year. Yeah, to fully bro. How did that from. even happen? How are you even? I just I I was grinding like every day. I would like heal. Like I would just do physical therapy, get my legs stronger. And at, like, the four-month, five-month mark, like, you're good, but you're not good. Yeah. You know, like, your body feels good, but you have a whole brand-new ligament in your knee that has to heal. Like, your body has to process that it has a brand-new body part inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. why it takes so long. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I need to offer. I have to play. Yeah. So I started playing my senior year. And it just, I didn't feel good at all. Like, I could tell, like, I wasn't in shape. I wasn't how I was before. I needed more time to heal. But I was like, you know, I need an offer. I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. I ended up re-tearing the same ACL about, like, five games in my senior year. The same one? Same one. I had to get surgery again. Same knee. ACL surgery for the second time. Yeah. And I was only like 17. So what are you going through mentally at this point? That has got to be insane. You know, at first, the first one hurt a lot more mentally than the second one. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I already, you know, I already lost offers. There's not much I can do now. I just got to, I got to try to see what I can do and grind. But the second one, it was kind of like, okay. Like you just couple. put all that work in to get yeah. back. Mm-hmm. The second one was like, okay, I can't be too mad because this is my fault. I'm the one who came back early. There's people who told me not to do it, but I took the risk. I wanted to see what I could do. Man. But I was very lucky that at that point I had a couple D3 colleges that were like, yeah, Yeah. we'll take you. Mm -hmm. But no matter where I went, I wasn't going to be able to play next season because I still needed to recover. I was in a red shirt. Yeah. But – I was very lucky that at that point I got a call from a D2 school just randomly out of nowhere. Minnesota Crookston Division II. They were in the NSIC conference, which is a pretty good Division II conference. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, we want to get you on a visit. We know you're hurt. We know you're looking to redshirt. My high school coach put me in contact with them. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, for sure. Let's do it. I never heard of them, never knew anything about them. But I was like, you know what? This is probably a good opportunity i'll check it out yeah so uh i remember this was like right before i had my second surgery this was just like right after i tore it i end up going there i check it out you know it's a small town small city 
think the population was like 8,000, like in the oh, middle wow. of nowhere in yeah. Minnesota. Holy cow. Like literally what on the border. What did you think when you were like, this is a, did you think it was like a ghost town? Dude, literally ghost town. All we had was like a Walmart. <laughs> we had a Taco John's. Taco John's. Taco John's. Yeah. Yeah. Taco John's? I've never even heard of dude, that. Dude, that, that's all that was there. There's literally nothing. Mm-hmm. I remember we didn't even have like Uber, DoorDash, none of that. Like yeah. I came home from college break and like everyone was like, yeah, we'll Uber, we'll DoorDash. I'm like, bro, what is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't know what that shit is. But I ended up committing there, you know, because he was like, you'll come in, you'll redshirt, we'll take care of you this first year. And then next year is when you can start playing, you know, and I was like, okay, that's perfect. That's exactly what I need is a year to recover from this, mm-hmm. yeah. get healthy, come back stronger, and then start playing. Yeah. So it was like the perfect situation, even though like the school itself wasn't, you know, like where I wanted it to be at or like it was a small school, middle yeah, of Yeah, nowhere. it was like you have to take it. I had to. That's that's literally all I had. It was that or go to Division three, where they don't even redshirt. They can't redshirt you because they can't give out scholarships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a gray shirt, which is you're not on the team, but you can like lift with them. I don't think you can practice, though. So it's it's just like a whole yeah, completely no. different thing. Doesn't Interesting. Sound worth it. Yeah, it's not. I took a visit to the University of Minnesota Crookston. You know, I was a senior in high school. I enjoyed my visit. I had a good time. I met the team, met the coaches. Mm-hmm. Everything seemed cool. I was like, you know what? They're offering me a scholarship. I don't think it, it wasn't a full scholarship because D2s don't get as much money as D1s. Yeah. Mm. So for my redshirt year, they offered me like a partial scholarship. And then I think my freshman year was going to be like a half scholarship mm. and then it was only going to go up from there like more Just kind of got to earn it yeah you got to exactly you know like they don't have that much money so they'll give you something mm-hmm. yeah. but not everything up front so i was like okay this is the best i have i'm going to commit here that summer you know i couldn't do too much but i played a little bit of basketball every now and then when i could i was still recovering from my acl surgery but I go there knowing that I'm in a red shirt. I'm going to, you know, have to get bigger, stronger, healthier. But I just remember as soon as I got there, I don't know if any of you guys heard of like Crookston, Minnesota, but I just, I did not enjoy being there at all. Literally one of the smallest cities I've ever been in. Yeah. So there's just nothing to do. And you just kind of realized that when you first got there to like move in. Literally, like, a week or two in, I was like... You were just like, this is not for me. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota. You're just like, what do Sir I do? said, I don't know if I could do this. It was freezing cold. Like, it yeah. gets, like, negative 50 degrees out. Yeah. Like, what? consistently in the winters. We were literally on the border with Canada. Yeah. And it was, like, a ghost town. Like, there was only the school there, which had, like, 800 students on campus. Like, nothing. Mm-hmm. There was, like, nothing to do there. And at the time, I couldn't even play basketball. Like, I was still hurt. I was still recovering. Yeah. You know, it honestly didn't even feel like I was on the team. It felt like I was just a manager. Yeah. Because at first, I couldn't even practice. Yeah. I was in practice standing around watching practice just with my practice uniform on. (laughs) Just because I couldn't do the drills. I wasn't cleared yet. Yeah. Yeah. How was the team? The team was actually really good. That was one of the hoopers best. Up there? there were some hoopers up there for real. That was one of the best years we had. Like 
just in in a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy because D2 has some hoopers. Yeah. Like oh, the talent sure. is there. It's just like, And you know, D3. D3 too. It's just like they might just not care as much as like a D1 or like, yeah. you know, putting as much work as a D1 hooper. But D2's got some talent. Like the conference we were in, there was a lot of talent in there. It's mm-hmm. one of the best D2 conferences in the nation, the NSIC. But I just remember being there, like practicing – just I just I didn't like it. I was like, this place isn't for me. Yeah. Like, I just was so scared to transfer. Were you like telling your parents like, hey, I don't know. I remember calling them like, hey, I like I don't like it here. Like I was just like there and I was just sad. Like I just didn't enjoy being there. I wasn't myself. You know, I got along with my teammates, but I didn't at the same time. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I was a part of the team that much. I I couldn't hoop. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, I was doing other things. I would go out, have fun, do this and that. But it just, it wasn't, like, what I wanted to do. Like, I was like, okay, I want to hoop. That's yeah. what I do. I'm mm-hmm. trying to go pro. I'm trying to get a scholarship. Like, I remember telling so myself. trying to make it to the league. I remember telling myself going into college, okay, I'm going D2. And my goal is to either try to go D1 or go pro mm-hmm. from here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this just, I don't see it happening from here. You know? And it was just weird because, like, our team, like, our team didn't even fuck with our head coach. Yeah. Our team hated our head coach. What? Like, they did not respect him at all. I remember. What do you mean? So, all right, we'll, we'll go into this. We might need to, we might need to bleep out the names. But, <laughs> so, we, we had a coach and his initials, first name was a D, last name was a W. Mm-hmm. So, DW, right? D, you just called them DW? No. What our team <laughs> would do is they made up this like chant, like this, like what's the when you put like the letters together? What's that called? What? I, what? Is that a riddle? An acronym? No, yeah, an acronym. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> so they would say FD Dub. Yeah. You know, and FD Dub, they would say it stood for to win, but really it would be fuck, and then DW, our coach. Yeah. Oh my. And, but the coach didn't the know. The coach had no idea. Like, we'd be in pregame writing that all over the fucking whiteboard. Yeah. Like, putting it all over the locker no. room. And he's and the sitting there convinced no that he's it's convinced for the win. It's for the win. But, like, I feel like our assistant coaches knew. Just the head coach was the only one that he knew. And he ended up getting fired. Like, re- like a couple years ago, he got fired. Um, He just wasn't really a good coach at all. Like, none of the team respected him. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I feel like as a head coach, like you have to have your team's respect. You got to be able to be a leader. You oh, yeah. Just wasn't yeah. that. And it's funny because, you know, that freshman year, I told you I was scared to transfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't practice. I I remember it was like halfway throughout in the year. I just got thrown in the practice. The athletic trainer was like, yo, you're good. Go practice. Yeah. And I remember my first possession, we were doing like a three on three defensive drill. I remember the big dude on the other team catches it. He hits me with a jab. I fall for it. He just goes to the basket, dunks it. And I remember the coach is like, well, welcome to college basketball. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, you just threw me out here. I haven't played in two years. Yeah. And, like, of course that's going to happen. Like, come on now. So, anyway. That sounds like a movie. Yeah, literally it felt like it. I was like, okay, that's cool. So, from then on, I kind of started practicing, started doing more. And I – 
I wouldn't say that I wasn't good. It was just like I haven't played in so long. Like I'm you still need to get learning. Back out there, get your mechanics. Exactly. Back. I'm still like learning warm. how to run. I'm learning how to jump. I'm learning yeah. how to like hoop. Yeah. It's like I had to learn how to do all that little you gotta stuff. Got to sharpen the tools. Exactly. Again, it's bro. been so long. Yeah. Like I had to learn how to do it again. Yeah. Anyway, season ends. I remember that year. Actually, we made like the playoffs for our conference for the mm-hmm. first time in like years. Yeah. We went there. We lost in like the second round, whatever. That was cool. I remember I, we also went to Puerto Rico my freshman year, so that was cool. I got to do that. Mm-hmm. But the season ends. We start doing workouts. And at the end, towards the end of the workouts, I remember everyone had a personal meeting with the head coach. Yep. I go in. I have my meeting. Oh, no. And I just had a feeling that day that, you know, something wasn't going to be good about the meeting. You know, it was weird. Yeah. A couple of my teammates were telling me, like, yo, good luck at your meeting. And I was just like, that's weird. Why, why are they telling yeah. me that? Like, what? I go in. He basically tells me, hey, I know we agreed to give you another scholarship next year, but I don't think you could play here next year. And I was just like, Damn. seriously. Like, this year. No way. Literally, after after the agreement was... That I would go there my freshman year, redshirt, get healthy, get stronger, you know, get better. Yeah. And then next year I would play and be on scholarship. Yeah. He basically just said, no, we're not going to do that anymore. After I didn't even have a chance to play or anything like yeah. that. Like I literally was hurt half of the year. I couldn't practice, couldn't do anything. Workouts come along. I'm Whoa. actually doing good in workouts like. Like, they had, like, big man workouts. I was actually doing good in those. I started to feel good again. And then he just hits me with that, and I'm like, So you basically sat there for a year for literally no reason at all. For no reason. That's insane. Literally, because that first year was just to prepare me for the second year. Yeah, and just the second year doesn't happen. You know, I'm glad it happened in a way, because I was too scared to tell him myself that I wanted to transfer, Mm -hmm. because I was a freshman. Yeah. But I really wanted to get out of there so bad, like, because it just, I was not in a good, like, space mentally. Mm-hmm. I just, I hated yeah. it being there. So he looked you in the eyes and said that to you. What's, like, yes. what is your response to that? I was just like, okay. He's like, he, he, I remember exactly what he told me. He said, I don't think you can play here next year, but if you want, you can be on the team. We won't give you a scholarship. I can't guarantee you any minutes or anything like that. I said, no like I'm not gonna do that like at that point I realized like how bad of a coach and a person he was that Mm -hmm. he literally he agreed to next year give me a scholarship like he told me one thing and my parents one thing and all these other people one thing and he just goes against his own word yeah like he promised me next year this scholarship and that wasted a year of your life exactly he wasted a year of my life yeah and then he just took it away like it was nothing like, he, he said, I'm going to give you this scholarship. You're going to come here. This is what the plan's going to be. And then just takes it away like that. That is crazy. It's, it's crazy that they have the power to do that. You know what pissed me off the most, though? He had to have known for a while that he was going to do that to mm-hmm. me, right? The week before that, we had to do a volunteer event for, like, a whole fucking day where we had to go. And there was, like, monster. You know how they have the monster car races and yeah. stuff? It was in North Dakota, like 30 minutes away. And like I had to Monster go volunteer. Yeah. yeah. I had to go volunteer and work security the whole day because our whole team did. Yeah. I was like, bro, you couldn't have cut me before that. <laughs> like, come on. You made oh me just work a whole God. day of security and then yeah. you cut me. 
But no, after that, I just lost all respect for him. I was like, okay, you're going to go against your own word. Like, yeah, that's, that's not cool. a, that's I not a true, real, loyal man. It, it's no, not. No. Like, I just, I lost all respect for him. Yeah. You know, all the assistant coaches told me like, yo, we didn't see that coming at all. Like you were doing good in workouts. We saw you have potential. We know you needed time. That that was just his decision. I was like, you know, what? it's cool. I'm not even tripping. I'm just going to work harder and mm-hmm. just come back stronger. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. I remember I came home that summer. I was sad about it, whatever. But I was like, okay, I need to come up with a plan. I got to do something. Yeah. So going into my sophomore year of college, I was like, I got a couple options. I can go NAIA, which I didn't really want to do. I knew I'd get a scholarship and do that. But I was like, I feel like I'm just better than that. Yeah. And then I never thought I would go JUCO. I knew what JUCO was, but I never thought like, okay, that'd be me. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But that summer, I linked back up with my trainer from high school. You know, my high school coach puts me on to some schools, a couple of D3s. And I just remember I go to this camp. It was a Juco All-American, like, showcase camp. You know how they have in high school, like, the Balls yeah. Life showcase camps, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go. I'm going to hoop, see what I can do. I go there, and I do pretty good at that camp i guess after the camp there was a bunch of scouts talking about me it was like a one-day camp you played three games that was it yeah and i just played like the best i could every game and after that i had a bunch of like jucos just hit me up i was like bro i don't know if i want to go juco but i remember in particular there was one juco triton college they had just won the national championship. I can't remember if it was the year before I went there or two years before I went there. And they're out of, like, Chicago area? They're out of Chicago, yep. And a scout was like, yo, they want you to, like, come here, bro. Like, you got to come here. Like, you come here, you're going D1 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm not even going to go with you, go. Yeah. So I remember that happened. The scout connects me to the coaches. And the coaches, like, kind of want to see how I play because they weren't at the camp. They were just like, you know, the scout was putting in a good word for me. He said, yo, I played really good at the camp, and they want to see me play. So I remember, like, literally the next day, I go to one of their runs. They're in Chicago, so we drove up there, and I just played amazing there. Like, I remember I was just doing moves I didn't even know I could do. Like, I was hitting (laughs) shots. We were playing against, like, the team they just had, so, like, all D1 hoopers and pros. Yeah. So I remember I killed that, and it was crazy because there was D1 coaches there watching me. So after that, like, there was literally D1 coaches hitting me up after that run. And I think it was the next night, the head coach from Triton calls me. He's like, hey, I love how you played. You know, we'd love to offer you a full-ride scholarship for you to come here. And I was just like, okay, like, I'm going to take it. Like, yeah, I just yeah. committed. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. So I go in, go in for my visit, shows me the campus, this and that. He sits me down. He's like, yeah, we think you come here. You play for us. You know, do your thing. Next year, you're at a mid-major to high-major, 100%. It's like, let's do it. Like, that's what I want. That's what the mm-hmm. goal is. I put in so much work that whole summer. I was working out twice a day, doing CrossFit workouts, basketball workouts, like the hardest I ever worked out. Yep. And I saw the work pay off, like – I remember I come in and that like summer, fall, when we're doing open gyms, we're having college coaches watch us hoop. I remember we'd keep a record of our wins for like the runs, right? Yeah. I remember I was number one on the list every yeah. single day. Yeah. Like I'd have the top record. My team would win every single game. 
Yeah. I remember I'd get the ball, I'd shoot it, and it would just go in every time. I was just like, this is crazy. <laughs> Surge was hitting. And it was the best shape I was ever in in my life because yeah, I was yeah. doing CrossFit. I was hooping. I was just all I was focused on was hooping. Yeah, you were playing at a very high level. Very, and the people I was playing against, too, were yeah. very high level, too. But that's so. because all the work. All the work. Literally, that was the hardest I worked in my life. And I saw it translate to my game. Yeah. That was the best basketball I played because I was working so hard. Yeah. You know, at the time, that was the most, like, I was ever getting recruited. I had a bunch of D1 coaches calling me, texting me all the time. This mm-hmm. was before the season even started. And that was just crazy to me. But I get there, and the season starts. I just remember when the season starts, I stopped doing what I was doing. Mm. I stopped working out as much. You know, I stopped getting shots up, stopped doing what I was doing. And I just kind of started doing bad in practice. Yeah. Mm. So that hurt because at that point it was like my coach stopped trusting me as much. And when the season started, I didn't have a good season because I stopped doing what I was doing. That got me there. Yeah. What was the reason that you stopped doing what you were doing? I feel like I just got comfortable. Yeah. I was like, okay, I got all these coaches calling me, texting me. Like, I don't got to work as I'm hard gonna as I I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. Like, my teammates aren't working out as hard as I am. Why do I have to do it? Yeah. You know? But I forgot. I didn't realize that I had to work harder than them to get here. Mm-hmm. You know, they might be more talented than me. But what separated me was that I worked harder. Yeah. I did the extra things. I got it tatted on me, baby. Exactly. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. I got it tatted. So it was like when I stopped doing those things, that's when everything like just went bad. Yeah. So that taught me a lesson. Like, you know, you got to work hard at all times. You can't slow down. You can't yeah, get but, comfortable. So then, but you're thinking, okay, I'm going to come perform really good this season yep. and then go D1. Yep. So then what happens? Dude, it was crazy. I remember I barely even played. Yeah. I remember no. one time. This was like the the fifth game of the season, maybe. I remember I didn't get in the whole first half. I go to the bathroom and go take a piss. Other team's coach is in there. He sees me. He's like, hey, big fella, are you a red shirt? And I remember that pissed me off so oh much. I'm like, God. no, I'm not a red shirt. And then I just walk out. I was so pissed. My coach just didn't play me the whole first half. Yeah. yeah. Second half, I get in like five minutes into the second half. I think I had 20 points in just the second half. Yeah. And that was the first time I got a chance to like play. Mm-hmm. And that Damn, was like that's the, actually that, I was just so, so pissed. Then, but then they have to notice that you're, you See, can hope or that, play well. They noticed I can because literally, I don't know what it was, but I literally like our starter big man, I was cooking him mm-hmm. in practice. I would cook him. I just had one day in practice where he, you know, he was cooking me. Ever since then, my head coach just stopped fucking with me. Mm-hmm. It was Damn, ever bro. since then. And it would be like I could have the best day in practice, best day in workouts, whatever. He just wouldn't give me another chance. And that's what made me so mad. Is What's like, up with coaches not fucking with you, bro? Is it because the initial, like, you stopped working hard, so it broke his trust? And I think that's what it is. I think it's also, like, at that point, I kind of lost confidence in myself. Yeah. So it's like, they're not going to trust me. Mm-hmm. How was your body language? I'd say I was positive for the most part. Like, I tried to be yeah. as positive as I could. Mm-hmm. But I know like, that's a big thing. But the thing oh, yeah. is, it's like, also, I was in my head, it's like, why be positive 
if nothing's gonna come from it yeah because yeah. i would be positive i noticed nothing came from it and it was like at that point the coach kind of already had his mind set up mm. yeah so season ends our season ends early due to covid you know mm. that's when covid hit and i just remember like okay i have no schools right now i have like d3s naias whatever like mm. I, I was supposed to go d1 but that didn't happen i was like okay i come back here for another year i go d3 at the time i was either between whitewater university wisconsin whitewater d3 yeah and carthage mm-hmm. another d3 yeah and i was like you know what i just i feel like i'm better than that i feel like just going to a d3 at this point like my third school in three years would be downgrading and covid hit you know the next year was going to be all online there wasn't Mm going to be classes i didn't know how basketball was going to be and i was just like you know what i'm just going to go to carthage Mm -hmm. so i tell the coach i'm going to go there but a part of me just didn't feel like i wanted to go there yeah like I remember at this time, you and me started, like, working out again. We started kind of hooping. Yeah. Um, we weren't, like, traveling around hooping, but... Were we, we filming we were still, videos yet, or no? We were just working out? We were just working out. There wasn't none, because... So, this is what happened. As soon as Juco ended and I came back home, I was like, I'm in a low spot right now. Mm-hmm, I yeah. just got out of a relationship, had a not good season. I don't have schools. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I just remember, I was like, okay, I've been here before. Like, I've torn my ACL before. I've been sad, this and that. Yeah. I can either do something about it and fix it or just sit here and feel sorry for myself. So I was like, you know what? First thing I'm going to start doing is working out every single day. I remember when Juco ended, I lost so much weight. I was like 190 pounds because I didn't eat a lot there. You know, I wasn't feeling good there, so... First thing, I was like, okay, I'm going to put on more weight, put on more muscle. I mm-hmm. put on, like, 20 pounds in, like, a month, two months. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to start making some money. I started doing DoorDash every single day. Yep. Like, from the morning to the end of the night. I remember, bro, you and were I was whipping DoorDash grinding, orders. bro. I was making so much money off of that. I was like, you know what? Now I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start hooping. I remember I would always hit you up because when COVID hit, you were kind of in the same spot. We're like, I need to film YouTube videos, mm-hmm. but there was nothing to film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember we just started working out, just started hooping. And I don't that's know, it was right. like we I were was just, at my apartment at yeah, that time. Say, that's yeah. when literally like every video you filmed was like just some random shit just in the we apartment. We were doing some random like I was dyeing my hair blue <laughs> yeah. for getting your, content. Getting your chest waxed. <laughs> getting my chest waxed. <laughs> yeah, COVID was a weird time. <laughs> Man. Yeah. It's like you had to figure out, but that's when like I realized everyone's just chilling everyone's watching netflix staying up till 5 Mm a.m i'm not gonna do that i need to change my life around yeah so that's when i seriously started grinding you know i'd wake up at like 5 a.m i'd do like a cold shower before i even knew like why like i would just do it yeah then i'd work out read i hated reading i forced myself to do it then i'd go work then i'd go work out like just doing all these positive things like discipline things not knowing what would come from it yeah. just knowing that something would you develop it into a habit exactly so i built that up then you and me started working out then i don't know how it came about but one day we just started hooping and filming it like yeah. i remember we did like a park run where i don't where, know where our, our first one was where was your first i remember my first youtube video actually was when i was at triton and i came home for the night 
and I hit you up like, yo, I'm home. You're like, bro, pull up. Let's go hoop. And you were filming at the time still. Was, was that at? Gurney. Well, I was filming at the time? You filmed, no, that you was at. Um, or Waukegan Fieldhouse. Mm-mm. This was before the. Oh, you're thinking no. of the Round Lake one. I know exactly one. what it was. You're thinking of the Round no, Lake. Was it the Round Lake one? I know exactly what it was. It was Waukegan it Fieldhouse. It was Waukegan Fieldhouse. It was the, the trash same talker. Day that, that kid in the Bulls jersey. The Twitter trash the Twitter talker. talker. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, that was the first video that I was actually in. Yep. Because I was back home from school and just, I was like, okay, what did, I got What did you think about what we were doing? At like, the time, I didn't, because I wasn't really paying attention while I was in college, just because, mm-hmm. like, I was on my own. Like, yeah. I had to figure it out. And then I saw that, and I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, I was like, yo, I fuck with it. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. we had, like, people, like, following yeah. us around I remember we walked in the gym. There was a crowd of kids just yeah. watching, like, recording. I'm like, yo, what is going this on is crazy, right yeah. now? This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the first video. And then I remember after that, I was home for a weekend. I think this was before you guys did All-Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. And we did a 5v5 hoop session at a LA Fitness. I think that was the first 5v5 we did. Yep. And it was just crazy to see how many people showed up, how packed it got, mm-hmm. like how people were acting. Yeah, like, and that's right when Logan wild. started filming. That was Logan's first video that yeah. he filmed. Yeah, was the first right. run that I did. That's right. That's when we were all kind of together, which is crazy. Dang. So, yeah, we did that. And then when COVID hit, I don't remember what the first video we did after that. Oh, we played 1v1. That's what it was. Oh, was it just like talk? You did 1v1 versus 6'9 college hooper. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I we did, we that. did that. That was That's our first right. video. We did that. That is and right. then I was like, yo, this is fun. After that, we just started doing videos. I think you did like three-point contests with drunk goggles. We did like mini hoop king yeah. of the court. Just random, random stuff. Random yeah. stuff. Like every day we'd start doing random YouTube videos, Instagram videos, and we'd be working out at the same time. Yep. Eventually that led us led into us doing park runs. Yep. Yeah. And it's crazy because I feel like we we're the first people to do like park runs on YouTube. Yeah. We did that. And all of a sudden, you see all these other people doing yeah. 5v5. And if this. you weren't first, you were the first to popularize it by far. Literally, because yeah. we started doing it around here. We yeah. started going, you know, Chicago. We'd go to Illinois, just places around us. And then we went on a whole tour doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That and was that was wild. We yeah. um, we just I was like, yo, we're going to go to L.A. Yeah. For a little bit. I told all the boys, I was like, bro, we're just going to go to L.A., take a trip. I booked this huge mansion that yep. like costed me so much money at the time. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Let's bring all the boys out. You know, this is like while, you know, I think all the guys are in college yep. and stuff. Oh, yeah, so like you don't really see your homies a lot. Everyone goes off and does their own thing for college. So like I was like, let's go out. Let's go out with a bang and just like get a huge crib so we got that mansion yep melrose ave yeah right off melrose beautiful mm-hmm. house nasty pool in the backyard yeah, like sick man just beautiful crib um but then while we were out there we were trying to figure out yo like we have this opportunity to do a tour mm-hmm. across the united states mm-hmm. is this and this is because of like the tour happened for a reason, right? Yes. Yeah. I yes. So. It was a huge movement. There was a lot of crazy shit going on at yeah. the time. Yeah. Especially in Kenosha. Yeah. yeah. Our hometown. We were on the road 
me and Serge, you weren't you weren't with us. No. So yeah, me me and Serge, um, Logan, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, we had Vic, our guy that I hired to drive us mm-hmm. um in a sprinter that I just rented. Yep. Um and we were going on tour with the hoop bus. Yep. Yeah. With with our guy Nick over there at Venice Ball. Shout out to my guys over there. That was a life changing experience, bro. Yeah. Life changing. Yeah. It it was unbelievable. Yeah. So Sergio, at the time when you guys are on this tour, are you even doing social media yet? Dude, at the time I, I was, was committed. telling this dude. Dude, at I'm the I'm like, bro, trust God. me, start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Start, let's get this going. I remember when I first started hanging out with him, he's like, Bro, make a YouTube channel. I'll help you out. You just gotta show me you wanna do it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Yeah, whatever. Dude, at the time, I was committed to Carthage I know, College still. I, know. I was still supposed to go play D3 basketball next year. Yeah. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I remember I wasn't even going to go to L.A. just because I didn't have the money at the time. I yeah. know. And I kind of, like, like, forced you, You're like, though. bro, just just come. Like, you got to come. Like, just trust me. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'll come. Yeah. And I'm I'm just so glad I went. I feel like that trip, like, showed me everything. You know, it opened my eyes to, like, what the social media stuff can do and what's out there, what's mm-hmm. possible. But no, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to do it. Like I was making TikToks, yeah. but like for fun, like yeah. funny TikToks. It's crazy. Cause I had a couple of TikToks go viral at the time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like for basketball. It wasn't for like what I'm doing now. It was just yeah. like random shit. You had viral. one as your dog, my dog. It was a video, of my dog eating grass. And I captioned it as that's where we buried his brother. Oh, yeah. And I put on changes by XXS xxx super sad song and that and thing everyone blew up blew up everyone thought it was serious yeah i just put the caption there because <laughs> i knew it would go viral yeah and i just thought it was so funny you know a couple other ones like i'd be at juco making tiktoks with my teammates yeah took all that shit down though that you can't find that anymore yeah <laughs> and then i remember my first ever tiktok that went super viral like four million views was when we were filming an instagram video for you where you jumped over the Tesla and tried to dunk it. I yeah. remember I was throwing a, a ball at, bro. It was like at least like 80 yards. You were launching. I had to launch it. And I wasn't supposed to make it. But one time it went in. Oh, It bounced yeah, off the roof, that. right? It bounced. It. Yeah. No, it went over the roof. Yeah. Over and the it roof. Bounced it bounced on the driveway into the hoop. Yeah. I posted that on my TikTok. No caption, just sound, whatever. Just posted it. 4.4 million views mm-hmm. yeah i'm like yo you know like i kind of like this you know like seeing my followers go up seeing the views mm-hmm. go up i wasn't making any money off it off the time at the time but but it was like, a, it was a dope. start yeah it was a good start for so you. i did that i started posting other videos of you and me hooping just videos of me hooping started mm-hmm. going viral and i was like okay like you know i kind of like this i feel like i could do this and i remember while we were on that tour Cause we would go from like state to state. We went from we started in L.A., stopped in D.C. We went to like Arizona, New Mexico. Bro, we, we were, went to Texas. So imagine starting in Los Angeles, yeah, and driving a Sprinter van, following a yellow bus, school bus that's turned into the hoop bus. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, you start and you drive all the way to Washington D.C., which yeah. is on the opposite side of the united states just for reference yeah so dude i remember we got to texas i think we were in like dallas and this whole time you just kept telling me to start a channel and you know while we were doing it 
I kind of started like filming. I remember you gave me my first camera, which was your old camera. Yeah. So I, I would kind of use that on the side. I wasn't sure what I wanted to film, what I wanted to do, but I would use that every now and then kind of just to start something. Yeah. And then I remember we're in the hotel and I was just like, fuck it. I'm starting my channel tonight, posting mm-hmm. a video. I'm just going to start it off, see what it, see how it goes. I post my first video while we're in Dallas, did a couple thousand views. I think I got like a thousand subscribers my first day. What was the video? It was just like a little intro video, like, yo, what's up, guys? Okay. I started a YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, here filmed it, is. it right in the hotel. I posted like a room. highlight tape. Yeah. Yeah. We filmed me just doing an intro in the hotel room. And then I posted like a highlight tape with mm-hmm. it, like my clips from me hooping with yeah. them. And then we did that. After that, I think I did a couple 1v1 videos. I played Logan, your cameraman 1v1, yep. while we were on tour. Yeah. You played White Chalk. I played White Chalk 1v1, played my boy LeBarn James 1v1. Yep. So we did a bunch of one v one videos and then yeah played me twice yeah i played trent punched me in the soundcloud face hooper yeah <laughs> shout out trent he took yeah he took a punch yeah <laughs> so it, it's been a lot of fun but that's how i got started you know it's crazy because i always watched youtube growing up yeah like i started off i actually i didn't know i don't think anyone knows about this i had a youtube channel back in the day no you didn't in middle school Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Minecraft? I was doing Minecraft videos. No, you weren't. I was doing Minecraft and Pokemon. Okay. You could do Pokemon on the computer. Yeah. With like an emulator. And I had this thing. I think it was called like Bandicam. Yep. Like a free screen capture yeah. software. And it like says it. Yes. <laughs> and I, it says Bandicam.com yeah. on it. So I'd have that. Oh my I had my gosh. little mic that I put up. I was talking into that. Like, let's play like Pokemon Emerald, whatever. Yeah. Or. I was on my Minecraft, like I would play on a multiplayer server and I was like a staff member on there. Yeah. So I would make videos and shit like that. Wait, so does this channel exist? I deleted all Damn. the videos. That shit is gone. Damn. Damn. So you were you editing those videos or were you just like screen I was recording it, chopping, you know, yeah. and then posting it? I was chopping them up and then posting it. I didn't know how to edit or do anything. Okay. Like that what was your time. YouTube name? Dude. What was it? Don't act I, if you don't remember. I can't remember. You know it. Nah, know nah, it. I know it, but I changed it. Like, I had like three different accounts. It was like Awesome Guy <laughs> awesome 111 guy. or something like that. <laughs> hey, it's but all if, good. You, if you go look it up right now, the videos are all gone. Yeah. I kind of wish I didn't delete them Dude, so I could I see. You them. should log in, try to find old passwords yeah, and see if they're like just on private. I, I w- I'm going to check and see. I, I hope I just private it. Dude, them. that'd I've, be crazy. One of my biggest regrets in life is deleting my old YouTube videos yeah. so I just can never look at them again. Because, dude, yeah. I, I used to grind that shit. Like, yeah. I'd play Pokemon and just hit record and just go. Yeah. Because I was a big PC gamer. This was before I played basketball. Yeah. Like, I was like, a little computer nerd back yeah. in the day. Hell, yeah. But, and you know what I want to talk about? Because now that we're into the content thing, mm-hmm. I know you used to watch, you're like me, you used to watch people like Jesse yep. and Cash Nasty. When you were... You guys are hooping all the time in the summer. Yeah. You see Cash Nasty start reacting to the videos, and he's calling you T-Jazz mans yeah. and stuff. How do how do you feel about that? <laughs> Dude, that's, that's a, what's crazy. Yeah, that's a good question. It's like, when we were hooping, I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really we were just care hooping. about it. We, we were, were just, just hooping. And, yeah. and it, it, to go back to that, though, yeah. like, think about, like, it just started with us having fun. Bro. Yes, we didn't do it from like That's a business standpoint or we like, no yo, idea. we're going to do YouTube. Like, I was just like, we're working out, we're hooping, we're having fun. Like, you're the only person I knew that played basketball. Yeah, and at like, the time, I there did, was like, zero yeah. guarantee that those videos were going to do good or yeah. anything. 
Yeah, we were literally just having fun, man. It just happened organically, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember, you know, like I said, we started the park runs or like the 5v5s or whatever mm -hmm. during COVID. All of a sudden, Cash Nasty at the time was popping with mm -hmm. his reaction channel. Yep. Yeah. Like his reaction videos would do like a million views. Mm -hmm. Off and all our videos. Dude, yes. And I wouldn't even watch them. Mm-hmm. But then I'd have my friends hitting me up like, bro, did you watch Cash's video? I'm like, no, why? He's like, bro, he just called you out. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, Cash Nasty's <laughs> calling me out. Why? Yeah. And he'd be like, man, T-Jazz, man, you got to pick it up, bro. Yeah. Like, what you doing? I'm just like, bro, what? Like, this is a men's league. Like, this is, I'm not even trying right yeah, now, bro. Yeah. And I didn't realize it, but I feel like at the time, he was just kind of trying to motivate me, you know, oh, like, yeah. push me a little harder. Because I remember there was one video where he was just, whole video just going in on me i'm like bro <laughs> fuck this for real so the next day oh my we gosh. pull up we go to waukegan yeah and i remember that was the day that was the video like he got he called a foul then got dunked on mm -hmm. yeah where i played like really good like that day i was like fuck it i'm actually gonna yeah, surge caught like, a body I'm tired of this and yeah i dunked on someone that day and then cash is like okay tjs man that's yeah. what i wanted to see yeah. i was like all right there you go <laughs> was that crazy to you because i know you used to watch Dude, him as i didn't a kid. i didn't think of anything of it at the time but thinking back on it now i'm just like damn yeah yeah and not even cash nasty but like everyone else from two hype like mm -hmm. chris jesser like yeah. bro i grew up watching chris yeah no we both did. like literally i was like this dude's so cool he's so tall i want to be 610 yeah when i was like 12 <laughs> like jesser he was our jesser's our age yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, this dude's crazy. Like, he mm -hmm. would do, like, pack and plays with yep. his dog and, like, have videos just playing 2K. Like, he's the reason I started playing 2K. Yeah. And I was like, this is dope. Like, when we met them, I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. I grew up watching them, and now here they are. Yeah. So, that was so dope. That's so dope to me. But Hell, yeah. Yeah, and they're all good people, yeah, too. Yeah, great people, yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you had, you've had a hell of a ride the past couple years. Dude, bro. I'm saying. it's and insane because I didn't expect any of this to happen. Yeah. Like, there was just a point where I was like, okay, like, I'm not in a good situation. I'm not where I want to be. I don't feel good. I'm just going to work hard. Just something's going to come out of it. Yeah. Either something does or it doesn't. I'm going to feel good regardless after it. But At it any came. point in your life, did you ever think you were going to end up being a content creator? I wanted to when I was younger when I made the Minecraft videos. Yeah. I just didn't think it was realistic. Yeah. Yeah. You probably just didn't know what content yeah. was going to work exactly. for you. Exactly. It's crazy that, like, throughout yeah. college and stuff, still, you're just, that's, like, not even really a thought for you. It though, wasn't because it, it was just happened. It was, it was pro basketball. Yeah, I was like, exactly. I'm going to go overseas and play basketball. But you know what motivated me? I don't know if you want to keep this in or not. But when I first came back from school, I think I was still in school, but we started hanging out. This was when COVID hit, but it wasn't official that, like, school was canceled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Came over to your crib for the first time. You're like, yo, you want to see some motivation? It's like, yeah, what you mean? We get up there. You just got a stack of cash <laughs> lay there. You're like, here, hold this. You're like, bro, this is 70K. I'm like, what? Is that the apartment? <laughs> all 170K. You're like, no. yeah, I'm transferring it from one bank to another, so I had to take it out. And I'm just like, bro, what I, yeah, actually like, i do remember this that is from this it was like the because i was like surge so long well because i just been like bro like you need to be starting a youtube channel you could be filming all of your shit at college yeah I game day experiences hanging out with the guys in the dorms yeah. you could be doing all that shit bro. so i was trying to show you like bro you could have this bro yeah that's if literally you just how started, i took it 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, that's Bro, crazy. I forgot I even did that. I do. I do. As, as I that. saw that, I, I took it. I took a picture of me holding it. I'm like, yo, bro, like I want this. Like, fuck, yeah. am I doing right now? We're I'm wasting my time. Keep, that's definitely staying in here. <laughs> that, yeah, I don't also, know if you want to put that in there, but doesn't matter. Tristan does not carry around seventy thousand dollars anymore. He doesn't. No. Don't, don't look. <laughs> no. at yeah. that. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was a couple times. Well, it just it just so happened to be that. My management pays me through one bank account, yeah. and then my LLC business is with another one. bank account. Yeah. So, I just I've been lazy the past couple years. I fixed it a while ago, yeah. but I was lazy. I didn't want to switch it over. So I would go to the bank, take out all that money, mm-hmm. and then bring it over to my other bank, and it was it was crazy, yeah. bro. I just I just remember seeing like how much like the social media could bring you, like, yeah. like money, like other things, and I was like, okay. I, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna see what happens. Mm-hmm. And that, that was. Crazy. You feel like you like really took it seriously, like when we started doing skits and stuff, or do you think it was before that? I say I feel like it took a while for me to start taking it seriously. I feel like when I got monetized on YouTube, yeah, which took like a year. That's when I actually started because I was like, okay, I see money coming in now. Mm-hmm. That's what made me start taking it serious. Yeah, and then it's like, let's put up the most content so yep. we could keep making more money, and yeah. let's keep making the content better. Exactly. And I yeah. remember specifically last summer we just started filming every yeah. single day. There was literally last summer a period me and you for like a whole month where yeah. we wake up, record like two TikToks a day. Yeah, and we did that up until the point where I got hurt. Yep. Yeah, I ended up tearing my ACL last summer for the third time. <sighs> Yeah, we've been talking a lot about your past. Yeah. Let's let's talk a lot about like what's going on with you now. Like yeah. you just you're you just got back off of your third ACL tear, bro. Yeah. And immediately into seventy five hard. Yeah. Which like, is crazy. Man, Ooh. that was such a heartbreaking moment. Like yeah. not even for you, but no, for, for everybody, bro. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. it was just in a men's league basketball game. Literally. And I just felt so bad. I felt bad for Serge. He just, you know, started you know, popping off a little bit, popping off, yeah. man. And all of a sudden this shit has to happen for the third time. Third yeah. time. It's crazy. Right. A lot of people would be done hooping by now. I yeah. genuinely was wondering if you were going to be done. And honestly, there was a point where I almost thought that you should be. Cause I was like, fuck that sucks. Like, I, I want you to be able to walk when you're older. Yeah. So I was really, really worried about that, dude. Yeah, man. I wasn't going to get surgery when I yeah, tore no. it. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to stop playing like hard. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need surgery. I'm not going to keep playing. Yeah. Oh, you know what's crazy? Sorry. You, I I was watching a video of you like last night or another night ago or yeah. something. And it, it popped up. It was your video saying like, hey, guys, I'm deciding not to have yeah. surgery. Yeah. Yep. I'm just going to wait this out. I'm going to grind through it. Yep. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, Serge hits me up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to get surgery. Yeah, because yeah, cause without an ACL, I wouldn't be able to like do what I'm doing. Yeah. I needed it. I needed a new one. Because you don't, you don't have to have ACLs. It's just going to be hard to like jump, yeah. run, cut. You just can't yeah. do what you're doing. Yeah. So I did decide to get surgery. I'm just going to keep it short. This surgery was the worst one i went through out of all of them mm-hmm. for real i did a hamstring graft still kind of hurts to this day a little bit not the worst but surgery sucked because i get surgery and i'm just on my own for the first like month you were in japan dubai yeah then 
my parents who I was staying, I was staying with my parents when I had surgery, they were gone. They were in the Dominican Republic. So it was like, I was by myself. Someone was watching me for like half the day, but it was like, I was in the worst pain of my life. I had a blood clot, which is super rare to get, but that's I, I scary. Though. It was scary. I didn't know how serious it was. You can, they're actually fatal. Yeah. You can and die I, from a I blood clot. I didn't know you could die from a blood clot, but I had a blood clot. Worst pain of my life. I was by myself. I was literally at another point where I'm like, bro, like this sucks. I'm mm-hmm. so sad. But all I would do, it's crazy because during that time was when I gained the most followers, most subscribers, and like my views went up. Because that's but you were you still started really going on shorts, right? I started yeah, but you were YouTube banging shorts. out. You were banging out edits. TikTok. You were just sitting there injured. You couldn't hoop or anything. Yep. So it was he's like on, boom, I, boom, boom, boom. I had to get so creative to be like, okay, what can I do right now? So I would just scroll through my camera roll every day and just think of a video I could edit mm-hmm. and post. And I would do that. I think I jumped from like 30k to like 75k subscribers at the time. I jumped. I was at like 10k on Instagram. I went to like 30k. And TikTok, I went from like 200 to like 250 mm-hmm. yeah. just throughout that whole period of me not even being able to play basketball yeah. or being in any YouTube videos, just me kind of grinding it out. But I remember it just sucked because I was in so much pain physically and then mentally too, like, damn, I'm alone. Like, yeah, can't do shit. Mm-hmm. I can't even walk up and go to the bathroom right now. Yeah. I can't like go anywhere i can't drive anywhere so can't even go kick it with a chick no i literally no nothing bro can't do nothing can't move my body yeah so (laughs) i I had to go through that you know i got through it eventually thankfully but all these like injuries and stuff just kind of taught me like you know it's all about your perspective and what helped me get through it is like okay i might not be feeling the best right now but i still have other things to be grateful for Mm -hmm and to be happy for like i still have a roof over my head i'm still getting fed you know i might not be doing good now but it's only going to get better mm-hmm. yeah this is all temporary there's people doing worse than me right now and they're happy with less so yeah there's always something to be positive about and to be happy for that's what i noticed mm-hmm. and that just helped me get through bro. it dude you over the years you've like developed into like a mastermind in terms of like <laughs> Because I know you read a lot. And yeah, you, read, I do. you read a lot of books that a lot of su- very, very successful people have told me to read. Yeah. And how has that built your mindset over time? Because I know books, you read a lot. Books changed my life. Like, I hate reading. I used to hate reading. Yeah. I still, I'm not a big fan of it because it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not fun to sit there, open up a book, but reading has literally changed my mindset so much it's like when they say knowledge is power it's crazy you've been through some shit i've been through some shit and reading has helped me get like apply like what i've learned to like situations that i've been in you know what i'm saying i read a lot of nonfiction books that are about like real world situations and things that are going on and i just kind of try to apply it to my life to make it better you know yeah i feel like books just have like these little keys and like little like secrets in them that mm-hmm. can just help you and take you a long way if you just apply it yeah, yeah. it's crazy Hell yeah um before we get out of here i know we've been chopping up for a minute yeah what are some of your goals that you have 
goals in the next you know upcoming years like what are you are you going to start taking social media like to the next level taking your business to the next level like what what do you what are the goals here goal right now main focus right now social media number one priority just because i feel like that can lead into something bigger obviously i don't do social media forever mm-hmm. yeah but right now i want to grow you know instagram tiktok youtube as much as i can make as much money as i can off of that and then eventually build that into a brand or a business something bigger than just you know playing basketball mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like there's a lot of different ways you could venture off into that 100 percent. i think you've set yourself up very well to do more than basketball based on the fact that like you really got into like the skits and stuff so like you can you can branch that into anything exactly and that's what i like i like being more than just being able to do one thing yeah like which is good because i mean shit knock on wood you never know when you could get injured or anything. So you like never know. I ha- I learned that the hard way, man. Smart you know? to have things yeah. that aren't just basketball. Exactly. So definitely want to grind out the social media, see where it takes me. So hell yeah. What do your parents think about what you're doing, dude? My parents are foreign, so at first they're like, <laughs> "You're crazy. Like you're going to school." Like I remember when we first started hanging out. I was like, "What would you guys think?" Like. If I didn't go to school, mm-hmm. they're just like, no, like you're crazy. Like you're going to school. Yeah. yeah. We're not even talking about this. Mm-hmm. And I just remember more and more. I was just like, Hey, I, I think I'm going to take a year off. Yeah. Like, Hey, you know, I just, I think I'm going to see how this goes. And they'd be like, no. Yeah. And then eventually it just got to the point where I was like, I'm not going to let them like pick this for me. Like I'm going to do this for myself. Yeah. Cause like, you're going to have to live with your decision. I'm living my decision. And it took so much convincing and even after I decided not to go to school, like so much of them, like my dad didn't realize what I was doing. He didn't realize like this is a career. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Oh, I bet you're wasting your time doing this." Like he I didn't mean, see it as like this is what I wanted to do. You have someone from overseas and a little bit of an older generation. Exactly. Those two mix, they have no idea about no idea what yeah, social media can do even your yeah. average american parent is usually like eh, yeah when you're yeah. not from here that's even more like what the like hell our parents about? grandparents yep. they have no when we first started doing this they were like you're crazy you're exactly. out of your mind you're gonna make a living off yeah. making videos you're crazy exactly and yeah. I, I think it really helped that i had you around to kind of show them like hey it's well, we were possible. going on trips that's it's like surge is flying all saw. over with us yeah and they're probably thinking, what the hell? Are these kids selling drugs or yeah. something? What is going on? No, I remember my dad, because when we were in Atlanta, my parents were going to South Carolina or something. So yeah. they met us in Atlanta. That's right. And we went to dinner with them. That's when my dad kind of like first was like, hey, like, okay, I see what you guys are doing. Like, good job. Keep it up. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Some Sometimes it, it takes like that, just a one like eye-opening experience. Yeah. Um, like I remember when I decided not to play college ball, mm-hmm. I brought my parents to a Chicago sneaker con. Yeah. So they could see it firsthand. Cause they still had no idea what I meant about being famous on the internet yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They, they were like, yeah, bullshit, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they get, they got to see a line of, you know, hundreds of kids freaking out to see me. I'm signing sneakers. Yeah. So like, Sometimes people just need that one eye-opening experience to really prove to them, like, okay, they might they might be up to something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I find that really interesting because I guess I'm in a totally different position where, like, 
My mom never was like that. Really? Like, from the jump, my mom was like, mm, you're good. You'll probably make it. Like, it was never really a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, it, I think it, we all had different experiences. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's cool. Because everyone's different. <laughs> yeah, everyone's different. Because it's the Everyone's Different podcast, and we're going to wrap it up there. Sergio Nanu, thanks for pulling up, bro. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Of course. We appreciate it. I'm yeah. Tristan Jass. This is my brother, Trent. Trent and Nathaniel Tap. <laughs> and we will government. see you guys next episode. Love you guys. Like, comment, and subscribe. Check us out on Apple. Check us out on Spotify. Love you guys. Keep working hard and keep chasing your dreams. Peace. Peace.